Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. It's not Tuesday. It's, it's Thursday. Thursday. It's Thursday. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to the Supercast. I'm Leah Huntsley. I'm Jacob Bosicker. Hope everybody's having a good week. Um, the people that just finished um, Savage Race over the weekend healing up pretty well. Yeah, um, Savage. There was Conquer the Gauntlet. It was C-T-G. a couple different races. I did a local one down here. I yeah. think we're starting to see a little bit of a comeback here. A little bit, um, a little bit, slow but sure. Um, Mm -hmm. And this weekend, we have a great race up um, in Chicagoland. We're pumped. Um, Outside Chicago and Holiday Hills. Yeah, Highlander Assault. Um, We are pumped for that. Um, Good things coming. Good things coming, Leah. For Um, sure. Great things, including our number one sponsor of the podcast, Vanga CBD. I like that one. (laughs) Vanga <laughs> CBD is our um, title sponsor of the podcast made by endurance athletes for endurance athletes. Um, clean CBD, THC free. There's four products on the lineup now. Um, you should check them all out. What's your favorite, Jacob? Personally, uh, this weekend, I'm going to tell everybody once again, the gummies. Uh, the gummies yep. are a game. Well, the, my favorite's the Ultra Gels, but the gummies are a game changer, especially in vlog races like we've got this weekend. I've been talking to a lot mm-hmm. of people about doing multi-laps. Um, mm-hmm. Fit Challenge is doing a trail race here coming up. Yeah. And people yep. have been asking me, like, okay, how should I use these things in a long trail race? Um, me, personally, I like one every hour-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I ma- help manage pain and inflammation. Um uh, and okay, this is this is going to kind of go on a weird tangent here real quick. But I had mm-hmm. one of my old track coaches got addicted to ibuprofen, mm-hmm. and I found that out a while ago. And it was one yeah, of the I main reasons. Mentioned that. Yeah, um, it's one of the main reasons I've gotten on CBD. I think it's great for pain management. I think it's great for, um, you know, inflammation. I even remember back when I was at a pole vaulter back in the day. Um, one of my athletic trainers was like, oh yeah, just slam eight ibuprofen and keep going. And I'm like, mm. I don't know about that, man. Yeah. Yeah. And now um, we know, and it's definitely not a smart idea to be taking any kind of medications like that while you're in the middle of, um, an endurance event. It's just not good for your, for your liver, for, for your kidneys. Well, and especially after the liver issues that I've had recently with yeah. rhabdo. Um, but anyway, check them out, guys. Vanga CBD. Um, save yourself some change with code BROCR on checkout. Um, and without further ado, we're going to talk about this week's episode. Ryan Hart and Flatliners and HeartFit and all that fun stuff. So Chicago is kind of the hot spot right now um, for OCR and training and for everything. Illinois, 
as backwards as that state is sometimes, they're it's not like, backwards. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm from Indiana. Are. We're backwards, okay? Well, we're backwards. And for, <laughs> Illinois was always Illinois, like Indiana's Canada for me growing yeah, up. <laughs> well, so Illinois has been one of the first states to really start opening up when it comes to events and races and whatnot. And so there's been several events now that have been successfully done in Illinois. Um, we had the Highlander Dark Ages a couple weeks ago, and now the main event is this coming weekend. But the Savage people... Race race there. Yeah. But the people of Illinois and the Midwest are just tearing it up out there. You know, um, I was racing with some of the guys there um, at Dark Ages, and I was, I was tired. I'm not going to lie. And some more of the more technical rigs came up after announcing mm-hmm. for a while. And I forget who I was talking to, but he said, you know, if you see a guy with a heart fit jersey, don't expect him to fail anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that nothing more adamant could be said about those guys. They When they get to a rig, man, it's locked down. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I mentioned when after Dark Ages and when we came back, you know, I talked about about HeartFit and my experience there. And, you know, we, we had talked off, you know, off podcasts about, you yeah. know, really wanting to get Ryan in here and, and talk about what the I mean, gym is, is and so hardcore. what they've got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, them and the Strongest Oak guys. It's so cool to see. And we've seen groups come and come and go over the years, uh-huh. you know, like corn feds are still around, but they're not right. as big Mighty as muckers. they used to be. The yeah. muckers, um, even the Chicago Spartans, uh, the Midwest Vikings, yeah. you know, yeah. all the all Tons these different teams. Yeah. Um, but now it's like right now, those those guys at HeartFit, like I the community's so different because they're in there just freaking kicking ass every day. Yep. So we've got Ryan Hart on the show this week from HeartFit, um, and we're going to learn a little bit more about his gym. Without further ado, let's kick it over. Buckle up your seat, boy, boys and girls. we got Ryan Hart on the line. Ryan, what's up, bro? What's going on, guys? How are you? Doing good. For those of you guys who don't know, Ryan is the founder and owner of probably the most kick-ass obstacle gym I've ever seen um, in Illinois, in the Chicago area, called HeartFit. Uh, Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm uh, glad to be here, man. It's awesome. Very cool. Thanks for having me on. Um, Yeah, nice intro there. I'd like to think that's what we are. I mean, (laughs) we've been striving to be that. So, yeah, very cool. Well, after the last Highlander event, um, you know, Jacob and I did our weekly podcast and I talked about my experience there. Um, For for people who, you know, are not in the area, you know, give us the rundown. What is HeartFit? So we started this thing in, you know, I mean, you know, you get into it, you know, the Warrior Dash and stuff like that, do your first Spartan race and think, hey, man, this thing could be something big, right? Like, you know, that was right when everything was really peaking and stuff and thought nobody's really doing this, right? There's a couple, you know, they, they, we got certified as, you know, Spartan SGX coaches, stuff like that, but you didn't really see a lot of gyms that were really, they were, they were doing an add-on of it, but they weren't really doing it specifically. So I thought, you know, a crazy idea. And a lot of people told me I was crazy, but I thought, look, if, if we can acquire a spot, we don't have a whole lot of rules at, which is where we're at, you know, unincorporated and stuff. And we can, you know, we can, you know, have some flexibility to just, you know, kind of think outside the box a little bit. 
we might be able to create a an OCR focused uh, facility where people can, you know, they can come in and really train things. And we knew we'd have to build up more after the years. We'd start off pretty small and stuff, and then sure. didn't know if it was going to work. But yeah, I mean, we run classes throughout the week. We've seen to add classes every year. Um, the thing has been a um, it's kind of evolved. Um, some of it has been intentional, some of it unintentional, some of it's been, our, you know, like our, our simulations we run, which are basically simulated races. That's where Leah came and was a part of when she came out here mm-hmm. with, uh, with Chris. Uh, yeah, it feels like it's, it's go time. It feels like a race. It gives people the, the, you know, I don't want people when they're going into that start line for the first time feeling like it's really the first time. Like they're like, okay, hey, I've, I've felt these nerves before, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of know it. I'm, you know, under the gun here and and, and, you know, we saw people would go to open gyms, ninja places, stuff like that. They would work obstacles, but they didn't really work it, you know, in a real world atmosphere where you had your heart rate up. And I mean, we do whatever, what, you know, if it's raining outside, we're out there, it doesn't matter. I mean, so we really want to get people acclimated to, um, you know, if you're already acclimated, we want to get you better. If you aren't acclimated, we want to get you introduced into the sport and kind of see what it's really all about. And that's pretty much what we've been doing now. So what's your background? Were you already a gym owner or did you just decide, you know what, if they build it, you know, if I build it, hopefully they'll come. Yeah, it definitely was. A, if they build it, they will come thing. And I thought that for sure. Cause I thought, you know, um, I, I knew what people really were seeking out was access to things they couldn't access. And this is back to when, you know, there weren't, you know, you had Spartan and stuff where they didn't even have the open, you know, the, uh, the open house back then. So you couldn't even get on anything and work anything unless you were in the sure. middle of a race, you know, and it was like, hey, get access to some of this stuff. So when you go there, you get that one shot, you're experienced on it. So, but yeah, I was, uh, you know, I've been a personal trainer since 2003. So, you know, I did the big box gym, stuff like that. Got out of my own um, in like 2007, um, had a small, you know, fitness studio. Uh, shared a space with another guy, and, and he's the one that actually introduced me into OCR. Did the first Warrior Dash and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I just you know I I, I you know the uh, I didn't really think of it as as you know I, I like my own business, but I knew there was going to be a whole different um, set of challenges um, with actually owning you know your gym and stuff like that. But yeah, again, it was just one of those things where I saw an opportunity and thought you know, and I kind of got tired of just the regular fitness thing right like we needed some excitement here i'm like look i right. I, I i couldn't do just another regular boot camp i couldn't do you know i mean i've done all that it was just like look i mean it, there's there's so much where i'm at there's so much competition you've got orange theory you've got export you've got lifetime you've got we probably got six crossfit gyms within a, a, a five mile radius i mean there's so much it's like well how do you stand out and be different so you know well, not only standing out, but like, okay, so I think you've hit like two, well, one big thing on the head here, like nail on the head, huge, which is like the open houses for Spartan. I can't tell you how many open houses I've been to for these races where you end up hiking somewhere far out just to get your hands on an, on a twister yep. or right. some, something weird. And you've got it like front and center in your gym. Yep. Like you've got the resources there for people to, to try out something for the first time. But not only that, Ryan, you've done a great job of like embracing that community in your Chicago area and getting people on board to create like it's not just a drop in thing. Like these right. people that you've got there are diehards for this. They live, breathe and eat it. They love it. And it's awesome. They totally do. I, I you know, and that's we knew that was the only way it was going to work. I mean, I, I knew that I knew that if I didn't. 
the community aspect of it was so huge. Um, and you Absolutely. see a lot of that community inside of the CrossFit gym, stuff like that. But we knew we could really duplicate that in here um, with the right people. And we got the right people. And we ended up just growing up. I mean, I've, you know, the ambassadors and stuff like that I got, I, I told them, they are just extensions of the best parts of me. We go out. Um, you know, we make sure that when people come here, they they have an experience, not just the workout. We try to make it like OCR because we understand with OCR. I mean, every class they do, they've got videos, they've got pictures, um, they've got. Yeah, got that's a really staff. cool thing that you guys do for sure. You know, when people come, it's not like just going to a regular old you know group class at a typical gym. Like when you go, it's like. A simulation of a race it's a mini race you're doing the obstacles and there's a photographer there taking pictures of you so when you're done you've got pictures you've got videos like it's a whole experience yeah that's what we try to make and that way we know like again we got people that come from you know like the average drive here is like a half hour so i mean you know we got people in the neighborhood but we're definitely not like a neighborhood gym I and mean, there's not a lot of these places so we get people to cross county lines and even state lines so we want to make sure when they come here you know, again, it's, you can sweat and work out and have a good workout anywhere. I mean, you could really, you know, um, OCR workouts in general, you know, I mean, if you're not actually applying obstacles, can be done in your basement or your backyard. You can get great shape by doing just that type of stuff. But if you want to access stuff, you know, actually get, you know, acclimated with the obstacles and things like that. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's like we want people to leave thinking, okay, that was worth the drive. I'm coming back out there again. Um, so let me ask you a couple questions. One thing was that, that struck me was just how many obstacles you have crammed into this location. Like if there's the definition of like, um, you know, capitalizing on space, I think you pretty much take the cake. <laughs> yeah. Which obstacle do you have in there that you are most proud of? Oh, that's a tough one. You know, it, so... Well, so the thing that we came up with, you know, for Frontline, they asked us to, to come up with something. And we came up with, the, you know, Thermopylae, which at that time, we didn't even have our own version of Olympus. Um, so that thing is pretty cool, especially because it also doubles as those uh, those Spartan bars. I do like that. I would have to say that's probably it because that's our, our you know, our own thing. Um, okay. Describe but, it for those who haven't had a chance to, to play on it. So it's like an inverted Olympus, essentially. You only have holes mm -hmm. on it. You do have foot blocks on it. Um, right. But you do kind of feel like you're hanging off the side of a cliff. Um, you know, you're moving laterally on it. And it's uh, it's tough. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a bit awkward. Um, you know, you got to kind of press your feet into those blocks. But you're, you're you know, a lot of upper body strength on it, too, and stuff. And, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is. We knew that it was going to be even tougher because the front line, obviously, they make you wear the vest. So we're thinking, hey, you put a 15, 20 pound vest on somebody, have them hanging, you know, inverted like that. They're going to have a heck of a time. So, you know, there yeah. was, as always, some evil minds behind it. But, <laughs> but um, you know, I mean, that's that's the coolest part. I mean, the sport, you know, we, when we look at this, this sport and the evolution, you know, just looking at your gym, for example, you know, like you can see the evolution of things like, yeah, you've got the rope and you've got the buckets, but you know, then you throw in the inverted walls and the twisters and the, you know, just crazy combinations of grips and rig stuff. You know, it's, it's like you described, you know, unless you have the access to a place like that to practice, right. you're kind of just, you know, flying blind on race day. Yeah. And we, we try to do like, you know, so we've got with the space, you know, we know we've got, you know, Z walls invert, you know, or, you know, traverse wall, stuff like that. But 
the way we have it set up is, you know, we can really level it up or level it down depending on which version of the simulation we're doing. So when you guys came, you guys came to a sprint. That's pretty much a red line. You're not hitting the quote unquote toughest obstacles. You're, you know, you're getting a twist mm -hmm. in there, but it's only the one length. You're doing the shorter walls and stuff like that. But as you get to a beast class, you know, we start combining almost the entire gym together. So we've got obstacles. Nobody even knows what they are except for people that come here like Spinister, Sealander. Um, um, uh, we get this new one that Mary Beth just came up with, which is uh, twist and turn, uh, U-turn we got. And, and that's our own specific stuff we've, we've just we've made out of comboing the stuff we have here inside of the gym. Mm -hmm. And it gets pretty gnarly. So when you do that stuff, you can pretty much go to a race and be ready for anything because, you know, we're twisting and turning you in all directions on some of this stuff in here. And your grip is just getting taxed. What do you find as an athlete is the hardest kind of obstacle or that you struggle with personally well i swim because i can't swim so oh okay that, <laughs> seeing that dad put that in there yeah, i'm doing king arthur this week and i'm thinking look man i already don't have a whole lot of you know miles on these legs these days uh -huh. I, I tend to sit behind a desk more than anything and now i'm like okay now he's got to throw a swim in it three you know three times. <laughs> yeah. so heart 3.0 is gonna be a swimming pool yeah, I know, right? This is exactly trust me, I've had uh, nothing but offers about yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I'm like, look, man, I, I try to explain to you guys I don't float. It just doesn't work if you don't if you don't learn as a kid, it's very tough. But yeah, no, I mean it's just the grip stuff, the rigs and stuff like that, I'm always pretty good with. Um mm -hmm. but yeah, that would be I, I'm probably not the best at the carries either. Um you know. Um sandbag carries, stuff like that, not too bad, but I, I I've never been a fan of the bucket. So let's talk about race training and race prep. Um, you know, we just mentioned um, Highlander Sells coming up this weekend. Um, so obviously it's a big race in the area, especially being a local gym. So people who don't have access to your gym, what are your tips as, as an athlete, as a trainer? You know, three things that people should be doing to stay race ready or get race ready. So first off, they got to run. It's amazing to me how many people get into the sport. It's why we're not a huge fan of open gym here. We like open gym for members because mm -hmm. they're actively partaking in other programs we do. So they're building a total package. You'll often see people that go to the gym, maybe lift some weights, you know, hit the treadmill and they'll want to come just, you know, mess with some obstacles and they have never hit a trail um, at all. And of course, you know, unless you're doing a stadium, you're running some pretty gnarly um, you know, terrain at times. And, and it shouldn't be your first experience when you go to an OCR race is running uh, trails. You need to get out there mm -hmm. and, and do that. That's, that's probably first and foremost because the races are still 80% running. Um, For sure. Core work is something that people always think about their grip, and that's a big thing, obviously. But, but a lot of people that are new to the sport don't really understand how much their core comes into play. Um, and, and overall, just conditioning level would be the third one. I mean, again, you'll see people you know, pretty strong, but they need to mix it all together. So of course, everybody, you know, the love hate relationship with burpees, they're in the sport for a reason because it's mm -hmm. a great conditioning tool. Um, and you don't need a whole lot really when it comes down to it. Um, you know, you got it, you got to hang, you got to find something, you know, you get, you got to push, you got to pull. Um, you can find, I mean, you grab yourself a rec bag or some kind of a sandbag, you know, you throw that in your backyard and, uh, you give yourself, you know, 40 minutes, of, of uh, you know, some kind of an intense work with that, you're, you're going to be doing most of the things that are going to keep your baseline pretty well at, uh, at the race. But you can find, I mean, there's, 
there's a group that I have. I actually train a group um, out of an engineering company um, uh, just uh, in Aurora, which is the town just uh, just east of us. And um, they train, a lot of their employees train for Spartan races. Now, of course, I train them at the facility, so they don't have the access to this stuff. So what we would do okay. is they're in a corporate area where literally they've got um, there's some like retention pond, stuff like that. So we, I'd have them climb the walls by climbing, you know, these retaining walls, which essentially, you know, depending on where you hit it at, you could be mm-hmm. doing a four, five up to a, you know, an eight foot wall. So they were getting, we would almost run simulated things over there. Um, and we would climb what we would find. I mean, you could, you know, you can go over an electrical box, you know, you can do, you can do yeah. Well, I mean, I think that, you know, that's that's the greatest thing, I mean, in my opinion about this sport. It's, you know, I think a lot of times we do get kind of caught up on this, you know, I need to have all this special gear and all this fancy stuff. But when you when you really just boil it down, you know, you're right. It's push, it's pull, it's grip and run. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know, there's there's so many different ways of, of prepping for it. So it's, it's it's gotten a little bit. The sport has been, you know, it's. You know, I, and I try to make sure that, and we've built so much in here that it, it's it's cool. But I don't want people to be over dependent on it because it's a human sport, right? It is. It's right. crawling, it's running, it's carrying stuff like that. So you don't have to be so overly dependent on just the obstacle part of it. If you knock out all that stuff there, you're in the game. You're you're, you're ready. For sure. So now I noticed HeartFit is now associated. I mean, you mentioned the SGX. You I know that you guys have DecaFit in there now. What do you see as the future for, for the gym? Did I lose you? Yep, yep. Get it back. Oh, there you are. Probably me being out in the middle of nowhere over here. No problem, no problem. <laughs> so, what do you see as the future of, of of your gym? Like, where where are you? What what are your goals? So, you know, we're looking at the sport. You know how how it trends. Um, you know, I think OCR obviously is here to stay. Um, I I do think that the sport has a I don't want to have it has a you know short lifespan for a lot of athletes, but I I, I do think there's other things that that are that are that are on the horizon that unfortunately mm-hmm. I think more people would know about this year if if it wasn't for you know the the, the pandemic and whatnot. I mean you know things like High Rocks and, and DecaFit were just getting off the ground. We I know. associated with both of them. We did the High Rocks last year. I mean we had pretty much the whole gym do it. People loved it. And anybody, I mean, that was a thing where we were seeing even people that maybe had been in the OCR game for a while, but maybe they're like, they're just, they're, they're done with the hanging on stuff. They're done with the, yep. with the hand rips. They're, you know, it's just, it, it, maybe that ship has sailed. And the mud and the mountains and all that. That's, I was definitely personally in that boat. I was all in for DECA and High Rocks. It's awesome. But you get that same, you can, you can kind of see that same sense of community, that same sense of of uh, that same intensity, that same thing is all there. I mean, and I think that's why, you know, Spartan saw the, the you know, what, what High Rocks was doing. They jumped on a similar format with the Decafit thing, because I think, you know, you can, you can find a branch from the OCR community that is, de- and from the CrossFit community that is going to mm-hmm. kind of come to a happy medium there and say, Hey, this is awesome. We can do this. So we're really trying to push uh, the, uh, that, those types of programs, especially going into the winter time. 
Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's, we want to be, you know, as, as well known for that. Um, I don't know if we'll ever be as well known for that as the OCR thing because of the, uh, just the uniqueness of what we can do here with the OCR. Right. But definitely want that to be a big part of the gym moving forward. Well, I mean, and speaking of those type of events, let's let's talk about, you know, the big one that's on the horizon is is Hunter's OCR Stars. We covered that last week on this podcast. Are you guys going to be a official spot for that? Have you looked into that? I have not personally, though, but I always end up looking at stuff late. So <laughs> I know. I know that, uh, that that Coach Yogi from Strong is Oak. I know he's he's already. I believe he's already got a team. Um, uh-huh. So I'm sure we will be involved in that in in some way. I I believe I've got a few athletes already on it. Um, the last few weeks with me, I've been so you know we had the Labor Day workout and we got the DOA event coming up. So it's like I've been in my own zone on our stuff. And then once you break out of this, I can like actually start looking at other stuff that I can take part of. But yeah, I yeah. mean it, it's from what I heard about it. Again, it's like you got all this virtual stuff going on this year. Some of it seems appealing. Some of it doesn't. This definitely seems appealing. Yeah. I mean, from from what we know so far that he's, you know, that Hunter's released, I mean, it sounds like it's right up your alley with, you know, what you provide. And, you know, I know that he was looking for, you know, official sponsored, you know, gyms or whatever to, to host these these events that he's doing. So, yeah. Um, you know, that'd be cool. But. That would be cool. Yeah. Okay. So now that I know that, that's something I definitely got to look into. Yeah. Got to look into it. <laughs> Get yeah, another fan out. Very cool. <laughs> awesome. Alrighty. So for those people that are, you know, interested, me personally, I know I plan on coming out there this weekend after Highlander Assault. Um, for anyone else who is, you know, a little curious or wants to know more, get in touch with you, what's the best way for, for people to reach you? So we got uh, the website, uh, heartfitnessllc.com. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you most of what you, you need to know. But, uh, you know, my phone number, uh, direct number is on there. Um, and uh, email heartfitness or uh, ryan at heartfitnessllc.com. Um, you know, we got, I mean, any which way. You, you know, you follow me on Instagram, message me mm-hmm. on Instagram, um, heartfitsgx um, or Rodimus Ryan, either one of those two, hit us up on that. Um, and we'll get you in, we'll get you in, answer whatever questions you got. And there's usually a pretty good amount of questions because of, again, the uniqueness of the place. There's, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not a franchise type thing. So it's something definitely you have to experience when you come here. Um, so, but yeah, those would be the best ways to do it. Um, we got plenty of videos and stuff like that. If you do follow us, you can definitely see what we're all about. Awesome. Well, I totally appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Um, definitely looking forward to seeing you both at Highlander and at the gym this weekend. And, you know, if anyone's out that way, you know, definitely hit them up. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on, Leah. I really appreciate it. No uh, problem. Thank you so much. You have a great night. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. And there we have it. All right, everything good on your end. You have to jump off of there with Ryan. You know, okay, for all of our listeners out there, um, <laughs> if you are navigating the world right now of being a parent and mm-hmm. figuring out daycare or school in the COVID world. And, and working. Ma- and-, and working and, and trying to do a side piece like a podcast right, on top of it. Right. 
my hat is off to you because is this is crazy right now. Um, it's rough. I actually made a post about that personally yesterday. I mean, it's a lot to navigate right now. And, you know, even outside of the pandemic, you know, any new parent going through, first of all, just being a new parent and then navigating daycare and all of that. And I'm sure it's a mess now compared to where it used to be with pandemic oh, crap. And like racing on top of that, my Instagram, like I, I guarantee you right now, I do not have the time to to dedicate to my Instagram like I used to and build no. stuff up and communicate with people like I used to. And, um, and it's, it's like the crazy other stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like, like we're, we're trying to navigate everything right now with the newborn wife's getting ready for CPR training. She started a new job. We've got daycare this week. We've got a race this week. Yep. And then like, but then it's the little side pieces for me that just keep everything so crazy. Like I've got a guy right now pinging me that he wants me to go down to the test track and use my drone to take photography stuff of prototype vehicles this afternoon. And I'm just like, that's one more thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all the little things that you just want to ignore but can't. Yeah, but can't. And it's just oh, it's just madness. And then it's like, OK, like, yeah, I'd be happy to do that. And suddenly now this morning it's 51 degrees in Indiana. Right. So it's like, okay, Goodness. maybe I need a coat. <laughs> Speaking of 51 degrees, it's going to be cold this weekend. I'm, I'm excited to, in Highlander. to see what, you know, what we're going to, what you we're going to be facing. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I'm definitely going to be there hosting and then I'm not going to be sitting there freezing my fanny off while we're on the, on the microphone. Okay. Um, okay. While we're running. I don't know. We'll see. That's Were one of the no things. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. That's one of the things that, you know, when, when Ryan and I kept talking, you know, one of the things that they offer at, at the gym is it's year round, rain or shine. It doesn't matter. They're out there preparing for the elements and, you know, running outside in the rain and the snow and everything else. So, you know, people are going to be coming prepared for it. You know, those guys are great there. I got to make my way over to that gym. It's just Dude, and like like what we talked to. about with Ryan. It's the community there. Like it's, it's we've such seen a- environment like it's it's the midwest community it's a lifestyle. is so strong it oh, is a for lifestyle sure. there and that's what i love that he's got with those guys there it's it's eating breathing sleeping putting up hammocks and living at that place <laughs> and, well you know um, it's just there's so much going on there and it's a it's you know the, that's good. the absolutely and the gym offers so like we had talked about um you know, the different kinds of classes a little bit. We talked about the simulations that they do. We talked about kind of like the regular workouts that they do. But I think the biggest thing that they do that we didn't really touch on too much um, on the podcast, talking to him, but I'm super excited about, yes, is the team competition. So, so every Sunday, right. I've kept caught little bits of this. Like every Sunday they do this team competition, right? Yeah, so it's every Sunday, and it's a team competition structured like it's structured at OCR World Championship. So there's teams of three, and he caps it at five teams total available. So he'll run it smaller, but no more than 15 people. And so it's teams of three, a strength, a speed, and an obstacle person. You don't have to go in there with your own team like you do at World Championship. He does a a live draft every week, right? Yes. So the way he does this, it's... (laughs) Awesome. So one of the, I think, coolest things that he does is he creates player cards, like legit tops. Like top traders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can purchase them um, and have actual physical, like, I'll trade you a Leah for a Jacob, <laughs> you know, like baseball would, cards. So did you order some of you? I didn't order them. Well, because so I had gone the first time, um, you know, to play the gym and it wasn't the mm-hmm. team. So I didn't get a I didn't get a card yet. 
But this okay. coming Sunday, he made me an official card. And it's cool because on the front, it's got your picture being a badass. And then he's you got, got some stats. stats. Yeah. So he ranks stats. each person based on your speed, your strength, and your technical scores. And First, so whatever. Before, before we go any further, mm-hmm. I think there should be a fourth stat. Oh, what do you think the fourth one is? Endurance. And it is yeah, the but how do you sports. mark that? I don't know if you can party for hours on end. <laughs> like I saw Jacob do a keg stand for eight minutes. Okay. How does that qualify to a 50 miler? <laughs> right. Right. Well, so you get these three scores and one of your three scores is going to be higher than the other two. And so that's the bucket that you get put in as an athlete. So you're skewed a yeah. little bit towards one. And so the way the team competition runs, so there's three, three different you know, areas, speed, strength, and technical, and each one has three events and they get increasingly more difficult. So like the speed, the first one I think is only like a 400 meter and it gets, it gets bigger each round. So the specialist of that discipline on the team, Mm -hmm. the, the team gets drafted and there's one of each discipline and the specialist takes that third leg, the hardest leg. But they okay. also have to do one of the other two legs before they get to their specialty. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, that right? makes sense. Kind so of like did, round it, I one, mean, it's convoluted, but once you're there, I'm sure it makes total sense. Right. So round one is the easiest round of all three disciplines, and everyone gets one. And then round two is a little bit more difficult. You do the opposite one that you just did. And round three, everybody does their specialty. Okay. Um, and it's legit stuff. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous. Okay. Okay, so, okay, like, do they have a spear throw in the team competition, though? That's a legit they question. They do and have a spear that's throw. That's technique, I'm guessing. Um, I believe that's under the obstacle. It might be okay. under speed, but I, it's either one of those two. Okay, okay. Um, and fair. all obstacles are mandatory completion at HeartFit, um, except for the spear. I think you get a couple tries at the spear until you can burpee out of it. But okay. um, he's got, like, literally, Jacob, I'm telling you, he's any obstacle you've ever seen or thought about seeing is there well the thing that got me that like showed me the dedication of these guys at that gym was the fact that they like later that day or like the next day they were like hey guys by the way we've got the we've got the exact simulation of the rig set up Mm -hmm. now at our gym from highlander when everybody was struggling with it like so people can people can work on it a little bit and i was Mm -hmm. like it's been a day I'm right. driving back. Yep. And they already had it. They were working on it. And they've been posting videos for the past three weeks of all of their people doing the rig that killed Freaking everybody. Slugging. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like I was saying before, though, like, if you see one of these guys in HeartFit come up to a rig or some technical obstacle, they ain't failing it. Mm-mm. Like, they've, they've got it on lockdown. Um, I mean, there's no reason to fail it when you have that at your disposal. I mean, I wish I had routine. that. It's just routine. Yeah, I wish I had a training. What what I think is just really, really cool about what he does, um, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough to train at various ninja type gyms, but mm-hmm. oftentimes I'll show up to have my open gym and train and just show up there like, do, 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 what do I do? Oh, let hey, me just fiddle fart on the monkey bars for a little bit. Okay, that's good. Let me go fiddle fart over here for a little bit. And you no, don't really actually throw down. There. Right. But when you show up for a simulation, it's a legit, it it's equates, race day. yeah, it's a race day. It equates to the same usual time and intensity of a sprint, a super or a beast. And you're throwing down and running and obstacling and all that stuff. Well, you know, like we've got so many people in the CrossFit world and we're so used to the CrossFit world, but like, mm-hmm. I see that 
that finally in an OCR gym there, like mm-hmm. with the community mm-hmm. and with people just freaking doubled down and like, like, all right, put all their chips on this and building this community of people that can come there and, and do this week after week. And it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. If you great. guys are in the area or can be in the area of, of Chicago, um, you just need to stop by HeartFit and, and check it out. First class is free. Um, and you'll love it. I'm sure. Absolutely. So now that we're talking stats. Mm-hmm. All right, Leah. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get kind of on a weird tangent, you and me, then. What's that? Okay, so you got stats. I did. I did. You got stats. So they ranked the stats from from I'm I, I've not seen super low stats on people before, but like it's it's fair enough. Yeah, I've seen um, some low. They're they're not very. What's the lowest stat you've seen? I've seen some twos. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. Like they're not just throwing high numbers. Out. Like, you really numbers have to earn it. Um, okay, you got to earn some a, numbers here. Yeah, it's a scale of one to ten. I don't think I've seen a single ten. I've seen a couple nines. Um, so there is ten. There is ten. I think in theory there's ten, but I don't think I've seen a ten. I've seen nines. Okay, I've um, seen nines too. Yeah, you get ranked one through ten on those three areas. Um, part of it is, you know, if you're a regular there, Ryan does it on his own based on what he sees and what you score. Yeah. Um, yeah. if you're not, like I had to give my input of what I thought and, you know, share my experiences and what, mm-hmm. you know, my strengths are. Um, but yeah, you get scores. And like I said, he's not very super overly generous with it. It's, yeah. I think it's pretty fair. I really do. So first of all, I, I go back. I think that there should be a spot for endurance. Mm-hmm. That's This is my two cents. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be a spot for endurance. If they're doing longer competitions and stuff, if they got into that rodeo. Um, cause yeah, that, that if, if that matter. became more of a regular thing for them, I, I would definitely support that for sure. Yep. Okay, so then you got ranked. You've got mm-hmm. a, your speed is a five. Mm-hmm. Your strength is a six. Mm-hmm. And your obstacle is a five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I've seen I've seen certain guys in there like Leo Armada. Yeah. Who, Leo is if you know Leo, he's one quick quick son of a gun. Yep, for sure. He's quick. Uh, he's got a speed of nine. His obstacle's a little lower and his speed's a little lower because he's not huge. Right, right. And then I saw Chris Belvin. Uh huh. So Chris was ranked a eight in speed is that what he ranked him uh, i think was it so eight or seven a nine me. a nine in strength which i think is pretty fair chris is chris if you're listening to me and you're on the toilet somewhere taking a poop uh, <laughs> you're definitely definitely a nine in strength i think that's very fair and obstacle eight okay okay uh-huh. leah where would you rank me oh buddy um where would you throw me down at well i think that your top specialty, um, I would put you – see, it's hard. I would say either speed or obstacle would be your yeah. top one. And I think any given day, it could go either way. Um, yeah. But and peak Jacob is not what Jacob showed up at the last mm-hmm. Highlander. But I'm going to be honest with you, Leah. If I'm running mm-hmm. Elite this weekend, hopefully it looks good. <laughs> yeah, I would say just based on – I mean, not looking at peak Jacob, looking at where you're at now and what your stats are and what you're oh, doing. Oh, Jacob, Jacob right now is almost peak Jacob right now. But Highlander so, Jacob – last Highlander Jacob is different Jacob. Right. Jacob. <laughs> so if I were giving you scores, I would put your speed 
at the top one. I would make you a speed specialist. I would put you there either an eight or a nine for your speed. Yeah. I would do seven or eight for obstacle, and I would do probably seven for uh, strength. Okay, that's fair, I think. I think that's pretty fair. I, I would put me as an obstacle because that's always what mm-hmm. I've ran at OCRWC mm-hmm. as far as technique. Mm-hmm. Called myself the trap queen back, back in the day. Nice, <laughs> nice. But, um, yeah, I think, okay, so what would you rank me in endurance? And I'm going to rank you. Rank you currently on endurance or at peak Jacob endurance? Well, so, and here's the thing. So 2015, Jacob, when I was running like elites and doing mm-hmm. stuff like that, my endurance wasn't great. Right. Well, because you weren't doing the long stuff. You were doing the short stuff. Yeah, but then I swifted, shifted over to endurance. So my best right. endurance, I would rank myself probably like a nine. I would agree. Nine. I would say when you before you got sick, I would say eight or nine for sure. Yeah. And right now I'd probably give myself a probably a seven. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I went down and threw down 20 miles in Brown County last week, and Brown County is not an easy place to. No, I mean, you're throw throwing down 20-mile runs darn near every weekend, or at least 15 miles. So, I mean, you're definitely there. So, I think, you know, yeah. seven for sure, at least. I think seven's fair right now. Yep. Um, so, yeah, and I would easily put you at your peak endurance at a seven. Yeah, I would easily, say so. Easily, easily. Um, you know, in the women's field, you could, you could freaking slug. Yeah, that used to be my jam. Uh huh. So. Exactly. No, I think it's so, I think it's kind of fair. I'm I'm okay with where my numbers are. Honestly, I'd rather be underestimated than overestimated. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Like I'm I'm ranked in strength for this weekend. Um, and it's some of these tasks are no joke. So I can't wait to talk about it next week. Absolutely. So speaking of next weekend, last mm-hmm. thing we'll talk about here before we sign off. Yep. Um, we have a race this weekend, Highlander Assault, the originator. Um, yeah, it's going to be a big event. They're sold out. It's going to exactly. be awesome. Um, I First of all, the fact that this is catching on um, now in the area, I'm, I'm so excited to see these locals really, really taking off. Um, oh, and I sure. hope this, I hope this continues with the community, kind of like Ryan, Ryan's group. Yep. People just die harding for Highlander. We've got a great race coming this weekend. Um, yeah, there's going to be like a hundred obstacles on the King Arthur's challenge. Yeah. So the King Arthur's challenge is the multi-lap option. It's not unlimited laps this time. It's a set 26.2, yep. um, laps based on different, you know, loops that you're doing. And it yep. is, it's over a hundred obstacles. And there's going to be some new obstacles that we see um, that were not at Dark Ages and new that has not been at Highlander before. Some new strengths, some new technical obstacles. Some new rigs. Some new rigs. It's going to be fun. This is going to be some serious shit, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> King Arthur's is. Um, it's some serious shit. And this this race is actually just getting to be some serious shit. Yeah. Um, but I am so pumped. So they've got basically the way it works is they've got a four mile loop. Mm-hmm. And then they've got an eight mile loop, which I've always believed like that should be the way that it should be going, you know, like multi lap of the big loop. You've got your small loop for first timers, right? Yep. Yep. Um, but it kind of starts off the way that we did um, last time. It kind of doubles back the one mile loop there. Um, but anyway, they've got a new area 
and I'm happy that they did this and went ahead and made it 26.2 miles. Yep, for the King Arthur's Challenge. So do you only do the King Arthur's Secret Passage once, or do you do it all three times? No, I think it's just the one time, I believe. Okay. It's just that so extra little bit to get you, the 26. you know, that, to the 26.2. So the typical, there's a four mile, the eight mile, and then the 12 mile, which is the four yeah. and the eight. And that's the you got to finish the secret passage, which the secret passage is just basically at a distance at that point. Right, but I'm right. glad they're doing it. Like, I'm glad yeah. they're making it. For me, I would love to see it be a, a, a flat out 50K and make it 30. <laughs> I mean, at that point, why not? But no. Like, I let's mean, just make it an ultra. And that was my thing with, like, the medals when they were giving away the belt buckles. I was like, oh, right. if you're going to do that, like, let's go big. Let's make it 30 miles. Right. Let's make them commit. <laughs> and Well, speaking of, of medals, so this is, like, the ultimate swaggy race. You know, there are different medals. Swag. Yeah, there's different medals for each distance. So if you're doing the four mile, you get the four. If you're doing the eight, you get the eight. But if you're doing the 12, you get the Both. four and the eight. And mm-hmm. if you're doing King Arthur's, you get the four, the eight, and the King Arthur card. So, um, you know, you're going to yeah, walk so away got a with, card with some time. swag. Yeah, like the King of Hearts because of heart fits involvement. Get it? Heart. Oh, uh, snap. I missed that. <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, that's clever. The King Arthur's Challenge oh, is it. it's clever. sponsored, <laughs> titled, whatever, by the Heart Fit team and, and Flatliners. So, Ryan's got his medal of the King of Hearts. So, that's pretty cool. It's really cool, and it's just cool to see stuff like that happening. I'm looking at the map right now, Leah. It's like a hundred obstacles in the King yeah, Arthur. The map, honestly, it's whew, it's a little bit dizzying. I think it's just gonna be show up and just have fun because there's a lot of stuff and a lot of twisty turnies, and it's gonna be fun. Thirty nine obstacles per lap, including a swim. Yep. Yep. Oh, I forgot about the swim. Yeah, it's slide. not it's not a long swim. No, guys. no, no. But it's a slide and you gotta kinda cross the little pondy thing. Um, but it's gonna be forty something degrees at the start line for the elite, so it's gonna oh, be cold. Oh golly, I'm gonna have to warm myself up here and get like I'm I'm looking forward to having some of that berserker brew coffee. <laughs> right, right. Done. Our friends our friends from Berserker Brew are gonna be there. There's also gonna be a funnel cake donut food truck and then in the morning and then in the afternoon a barbecue. I'm going to have to be a good boy and still eat clean. Yes. And not drink. No donuts. And BYOB. No, no donuts. I don't need a donut. I'm, I'm fine without donuts. I'll barbecue. Oh, that's good. But, um, yes, I'm not a BYOB, if you are coming, you can bring your alcohol. Do not show up drunk. He's already said that you're not going to be allowed to race if you show up drunk. And then yeah, after the race, if you start to show up to the start line drunk. Yeah. Right. Be responsible. Be responsible. Don't be, be an smart. asshole. Yeah. Be cool, guys. It's all about the community. And let's all just have a really good weekend. Um, I guess that's all I got this week, Leah. That's it. If you're coming up to Highlander, make sure you come say hey to us. We'll be at the start uh, can't line. Can't wait to see you guys. We're going to be hosting it and having some fun. Uh, I guess until next week, I'm Jacob Bosecker. And I'm Leah Hensley. We'll see y'all out there. Take care. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.